Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and uh, I, I just do my best. Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. Thomas E. Caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Ground Zero, the sports byline headquarters in the city by the bay of San Francisco, California, for another episode of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but never duplicated 37 plus years now of knocking out all bums. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. For the next two hours, live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and like a thousand other internet platforms live. Straight up, it'll be combat sports and boxing. Straight up, the boxing hour, of course, will encompass the godfather, Larry Merchant. We are six days away from probably the fight of the year. Teofimo Lopez, of course, and Vasil Lomachenko. Lomachenko, pound for pound, the king, the Muhammad Ali, the Gibraltar of boxing. I mean, let's be honest, he looks flawless, right? Well, we'll see what happens when he tangles with the undefeated Teofimo Lopez in just six days. Of course, Lopez coming in at 15 and zip. Basically, somewhat inexperienced, but he's got a big, big amateur background. He can fight. He's been in the gym a long time. And when you watch the skills that this kid displays, you say to yourself, this is not some punk that walked in off the street a couple years ago and learned how to box. No, no. This guy's been boxing a long time. It's in his blood. And at the end of the night, it's going to be a great fight, no doubt about that. Who's going to win? Some of us like Lopez. Why do we like Lopez? I think it's his personality and the fact that we think he's the next Hector Camacho, the next Macho Man. Anyway, bottom line is Lopez, Vasil Lomachenko, it's a coin toss, although the oddsmakers think it's like a three-and-a-half-to-one fight favoring Vasil Lomachenko. I don't think it's that deep, but the bottom line is Lomachenko deserves to be the favorite next week, no doubt about that. So we'll talk Lomachenko and uh, Lopez. We'll talk the UFC. We'll also bring in Zach Attack Young in hour number two, of course, my former broadcast partner from the No Holds Barred show. Straight up, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. 
The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Listen up, sports bettors. This is Rick Tittle here to tell you about my favorite sports book, and that's BetUS. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get down your bets. I only endorse one sports book, and that is BetUS.com. Why, you ask? Well, BetUS is the pioneer in online betting with more than 25 years in the biz. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, and you need to know that you're going to get paid. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today at 1-800-MY-BET-US. That's 1-800-MY-BET-US. Or go to BetUS.com and fill out your information. It only takes a minute. And when you get to the How'd You Hear About Us box, type in Rick Tittle, and you get up to 150% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody in the industry gives bigger bonuses than BetUS. 25 years in the biz. Best bonuses. BetUS.com or 800-MY-BETUS. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up. Sometimes we play the music of Motown on this show. And we've played Tammy Terrell songs in the past. So Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, one of the great duo duets of the uh, 1960s. Of course, she died away from a tragic brain injury. The bottom line was she was James Brown's punching bag. James Brown was not a nice dude, man. He just wasn't. I mean, all the more the more I read about George Brown, James Brown, the less I even want to talk about him. But the bottom line is... The Godfather of Soul was the Godfather of Soul. His music was fine, but once he stepped away from the studio, he was a piece of work. Huge upset last night. Robin Krosnicki, 51 and 6, 19 wax, stopped WB interim light heavyweight champion Dominic Messiah, 30 and 2, host 30 and 1 coming in. 12 KOs. That was a third round Saturday night in Germany. 2,000 people were in attendance. 
pretty good. Um, you know, I mean, got to give people some props. They're willing to go out there, but I'm willing to go two thousand people like in a in a twenty five thousand seat stadium. In other words, like they're twenty five feet apart. I just don't want to be inhaling people's. You know, you hear what I'm saying? I mean, this is a virus time. Everybody's like not playing as cool as I think they should. I really don't. I'm an old man. I know that. Sixty two years old. Um, but I'm healthy and I want to stay healthy. And I see people, you know, walking down the street and, and and going places and trying to go into stores and trying to go into restaurants and this and that without masks on and this and that. And I went into a, a restaurant in South City the other day in South San Francisco and there was a, a, um, the lady behind the counter didn't have a mask on. So I walked out. So, I mean, that was it. If you listen, they don't have a mask on. Don't, don't do any business with them. The bottom line is, you want to be as healthy as you can. And if it means going to the extremes to stay healthy, guess what? It's worth it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, some of the big fights coming up, the Lopez-Lomachenko fight. What can I say? I mean, it's got everybody rocking and rolling. I mean, it is the fight, I think, of the year. I mean, I can't think of a fight that has more suspense, more intrigue, more, you know. I mean, you've got two guys that are basically... Near the top of their game, you got a younger guy and an older guy, but they're supposed to be like in the middle. In the middle there, of course, we're talking about a guy that had like 400 amateur fights of Vasily Lomachenko, and at some point in time, you do get burnt out. At some point in time, the training camps do take their toll. At some point in time, you're not what you once were. But is that time now for Vasily Lomachenko? What is he? 14 and one, of course, and the way that he makes guys quit. The way that he makes guys quit on this, I mean, he just makes them quit on the stool, man. I mean, they, they quit in the corner. I mean, I've had corners stop fights from when I've been involved, and they've had corners stop fights, but not the fighter quitting. You know what I'm saying? Not the fighter saying, oh, no, 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 the corner stopping the fight. Yes, I understand that. But not the, no, each, each time the fighter said he doesn't want any more of a Lomachenko. Of course, he and Lopez, Lopez, a three and a half to one underdog, the kid with his people from Honduras. Brooklyn, New York is what, of course, what he, he calls home. And I think that it's gonna, it, it's gonna be a dynamic match. There's absolutely no doubt about it. But you've gotta watch this on ESPN. It's not gonna be on, um, on pay-per-view or anything like that. And I think it's a pay-per-view quality fight. And I think this is a, a, uh, a tip of the hat to Bob Arum. Of course, the 86, 87, 88. How old is he now? 89 years old. Of course, a former U.S. attorney. Back in the Kennedy administration, he was a he was a U.S. attorney for Bobby Kennedy was a was the attorney general. He was one of his U.S. attorneys. Of course, Bobby Kennedy was John Kennedy's his brother's uh, President Kennedy's uh, attorney general. But man, that's how bad that's how far back Aram goes. And of course, Aram got that boxing bug the first time when he saw the the Sonny Liston. Uh, Floyd Patterson, he saw the closed circuit receipts. He was doing something for the government, doing some accounting for them, and he saw all the money this fight was taking, and he said to him, I said to himself, man, I need to get into this. And of course, then came Muhammad Ali's sort of departure from boxing, or when he had to stand up against the U.S. government regarding the draft, uh, the draft situation in 1968. And of course, what did he do? He stood up and he stood by him. I mean, you got to give all these guys props. I give James, Jim Brown. Jim Brown's not my favorite guy. He also whips on women a little bit. Of course, he's a former NFL football star. But I give him a lot of props. A guy by the name of Lou Alcindor. You know him now as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. These were the guys that came together for Muhammad Ali, of course, when he was exiled from boxing. When you think about the reason why he was exiled, he was exiled because he didn't want to step forward and take in, take the draft. He didn't want to step into the draft, of course. And that would have meant, you know, he would have got to go on parade and, and do parades around the world and wave to people. And then we're going to put him in battle. And he knew that. But he said, you're not going to use my name to lead other young men to slaughter. So I was down with that. And some people aren't down with that. Still to this day, I get heat. 
I believe it or not, I get heat on Muhammad Ali. I can't believe it. I get heat from some of my callers. Anyway, back to the weekend in boxing. The WB 126-pound title was on the line Friday night, of course. Emmanuel Navarrete walked away with a close decision, a close and animal's decision. Now, of course, the kid, the once-beaten kid from Mexico, fantastic fighter at 122 pounds. I don't know what he have been. Uh, what he will be at 126 or 130, but they say his future is 130 pounds or maybe 135 pounds. He's that lean. He's that skinny. I don't know. I thought he should have dominated things and wiped everybody. Should have cleaned the slate at 122. He did not clean the slate at 122. He just sort of said, I'm a bad dude, moved on. That's not the way you do things in boxing. In other words, you know, I'm a four-division champion. <clears throat> yeah, but were you the best in any of those divisions? I mean, think about that. You know, I'm a, I'm a three-division champion. But were you the best, best in any of those divisions? I mean, if you've got three belts, fine. But if you've got, you got a belt and there's a guy that's a whole lot superior to you holding another belt, that really doesn't make you the guy. It just doesn't. Anyway, Lomachenko Lopez, October 17th, undisputed lightweight title, 135 pounds, and that's going to go down. Of course, the guy that I think is the heir apparent to greatness as far as lightweights are concerned, the power punching, of course, Ryan Garcia, King Ryan, call him what you want, 20-0, 17 knockouts, something like that. Of course, the kid from Central California, he can rock. He is the next Oscar De La Hoya, I think. I think that as far as his drawing, his drawing ability is concerned, I think he sold out the... Um, Anaheim State, that indoor Anaheim Stadium down there, of course, and he sold that out in like a couple hours. 12,000 seats, that's not too bad. And of course, then he was a step up to the Stables Arena, which had like eighteen or 19,000 seats, and he was expected to sell that out in July, of course, before the pandemic hit. But it looks like uh, Mr. King, King Rai is going to take on Luke Campbell. Luke Campbell could fight. Luke Campbell went 12 rounds with Vasil Lomachenko, the aforementioned world lightweight champion. So I guess that is the pre- that's sort of like the precursor to the uh, whoever wins that fight probably is going to fight the winner of the Lopez Lomachenko fight. Now, looking at the boxing calendar, I've got problems with this, folks. I've got severe problems with this. I'm talking about Halloween. I mean, Halloween's not going to be the Halloween that we thought it would be before. The, you know, we're not going to be taking things out, do all the, the trick or treating, that kind of stuff. I don't think you're going to be knocking. You'll be wearing masks, but I don't know if you want to be dealing with people at their door. Anyway, bottom line is October 31st. Three fight cards on, on, on the bill. And I can go with all three fight cards, but not at the same time. Anyway, Showtime pay-per-view is going to go, of course, Halloween with Javante Davis, the undefeated tank. What's he like? 23-0, and 25-0, and 23 knockouts, somewhere around there. Of course, Leo Santa Cruz, the once-beaten 130-pound champion, um, is going to fight at 130 pounds for the 130 and 135 pound championships of course santa cruz his big thing is and he's been saying it all all in all on interviews was that he can get davis into the fourth or fifth round he thinks he can get davis tired and work on him at that point good luck with that of course i've always thought davis was fat at 135 pounds i thought he was one of those guys that never really worked down to 135 what he would do is he would get himself down to like 145 pounds and sit in a sauna and lose 10 pounds he just looked fat he looked chubby you know, like Adrian Broner, not committed. Anyway, if he's committed and comes in 130 pounds, a solid 130, he rolls over Leo Santa Cruz. Of course, this is Showtime pay-per-view. And, of course, Al Heyman going with Showtime pay-per-view. Now, he made some money with the Charlos a few weeks ago. Of course, the Charlos, I think, uh, did 100,000 homes. If you do 100,000 homes at 80 bucks a pop, 
that's good money because it's four million bucks for the promotion. And let's be honest, none of those guys on that fight card were worth four million bucks. I mean, there wasn't four million dollars in talent pay on that card, although Al Heyman does pay his guys good. Anyway, both the Charlo brothers were winners, although the one, one that Jerson Ravello fight was a bit shaky at the end of it anyway. Ravello knocked twice down to twice by the WB, WBC now an IBF 154 pound champion, Jamal Charlo knocked down twice and then, you know, sort of took that little die, the little acting job in the last round, a little jab to the stomach, this and that. I thought it was an acting job. Somebody said to me it wasn't, but the bottom line was I think he deserves the Academy Award for 2020. Anyway, Showtime pay-per-view October 31st. Then we've got the same day, one of the best fighters in the world. There's absolutely no doubt about it. I'd love to go to Japan and watch him fight because I'd like to see how the Japanese fans react to him because the Japanese fans are some weird, weird, weird boxing fans. I mean, they sit there on their ass and they don't say anything. They don't move. They don't clap. They, they, I mean, they, it's like they're not even there in the arena. You know these silent... These silent boxing arenas you have now with like with no no fighters in the arena or no fans in the arena. That's the way Japanese boxing is. I've been over the Korokan Hall. Nobody makes a sound. You can hear somebody farting in the first row if you're sitting in the cheap seats. I kid you not. Anyway, Nanoa Inoue fighting on ESPN October 31st. Taking on Jason Maloney. Maloney's a good fighter. It's for the WBA and IBF 180-pound belts. Both these guys can rock. I think Maloney might have lost him prior. I'm not sure, but my mind sort of says that. Anyway, Inouye and Maloney's going to rock. That's October 31st on ESPN. Wait, they're not done. Then on the 31st, the zone's going to come back. Barry Hearn and those guys from across the pond with the heavyweight encounter. Of course, this probably is not going to last the distance, but Oleg Usek, the undefeated former cruiserweight champion, the guy that I thought a lot of praise I have a lot of praise for. The guy looks like a, he looks like Charles Manson. I mean, he's got that Manson look. He looks like a mass killer. I kid you not. Anyway, Oleg Usek, undefeated as a cruiserweight, now fighting at heavyweight. Can he fight at heavyweight? That's the big question, you know, because there's a big step. From 200 pounds to fighting guys that are 240, 250, 45 pounds, there's a big, big step there. He's got boxing skills. He's got decent power, but can he handle a Derek Chisora? I think a Derek Chisora he can because of the fact that Chisora has been like knocked out by a whole lot of people. If I'm not sure, I think Scott Cuddy might hold a knockout over Derek Chisora. But the bottom line is Chisora is exciting. He will come to fight. But October 31st, man, think about that. Three different fights, three different fights on Halloween. Good God. There were no fights on last night. Thanks a lot, promoters. Huh? Promoters aren't getting it, folks. I miss HBO Boxing. Don't you? You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. One million dollars of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. You sure looking good. I'm married. <laughs> Is she here with you? No, she's not here. She's home with the children, but I'm married. Oh, well, can't win them all. <laughs> win some, you lose some. You know, you look a lot like Killer. You got that big, that big husky thing. Killer used to be a fighter, too. Yeah, they called him Sweet Chariot. Because he was always swinging low. <laughs> You look better than that. Uh, how'd you like to lose five pounds real fast? We'll lose five pounds the night we get Joe Frazier. Uh, you got at least no, five pounds. Now, let me tell you, I wanted to mention that to you. Come over here. I don't want them near. This is between me and you. You know, now I know you got to fight the man. You all got to fight and drag off them Charlies. <laughs> yes, but don't hurt him. Don't hurt him because he's one of us. 
rounds, you got to fight him. People expecting to fight. So go on and fight him a few rounds and then later on just do what you got to do. <laughs> but don't hurt him because he's one of us. <laughs> Maybe I'll go light on you too. <laughs> to meet you a long time. What are they looking at? I'm talking to you and they're looking at me. That, that guy there, he tried to come up on the stage a couple weeks ago and, and manhandled me. <laughs> I said, man, are you crazy? You won't try nothing now. I got the champ with me. That's right. Here's the killer. I thought I could talk, but I met my match. <laughs> Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Joe's gonna come out smoking, and I ain't gonna be joking. I'll be pecking and a-poking, pouring water on his smoking. Then this might shock and amaze you, but I will destroy Joe Frazier. Don't tell me why the the uh, Twitch audio's not working. Evidently, the video's working, the audio's not working, the tune-in audio's working, all the other audio channels are working, but the... The Twitch audio is not working, so I don't know why. Anyway, bottom line is Terrence Crawford, of course, the pride of Omaha, Nebraska, Omaha, as one stewardess told me one time, we tried to pawn a free ticket off to Omaha, Nebraska. When she, st- I was stuck in Salt Lake City, and she said like this to me: "She goes, you know, you've got a direct flight to Las Vegas right now." I said, "I want to get on that flight." She goes, "But if you'd be willing to uh, take another flight, we'd we'd give you a free trip to Omaha." Omaha. I said, well, what are you talking about? Bottom line is I didn't take a free trip. Terrence Crawford, of course, undefeated lad. What is he now? 36 is it? 27 KOs. Going to go against Kell Brook. Wow. Kell Brook, of course, the kid from England, the UK, a fantastic fighter at one point in time. He's 39-2. and two, But one of those losses, of course, was to Gennady Golovkin, in which he moved up 13 pounds, which was a noble act, no doubt about that. But he got his face broken for it. I mean, in two spots. That's why they have weight classes for the most part, and that's why white guy. That's why white guy. That's why guys can't fight out of their their weight divisions for the most part because as they get bigger, they hit harder. As they get smaller, they get faster. Bottom line is, Kell Brook tangled with Gennady Golovkin, probably at Golovkin's peak or at the uh, pretty close to his peak, and he got like lit up like the White House Christmas tree. So he's damaged goods. They're going to hook it up. Looks like at the. Uh, at that bubble, the MGM bubble in Las Vegas on November the 14th, 2020. Kell as I said, 39-2, but damaged goods. Terrence Crawford. Is it time for, is, is Terrence Crawford's peak, has it sort of like done his thing? I mean, think about that. And people say to me, Pedro, how can you say that, man? The guy's on top of his game. But is he really? He's 33 years old. He's been a champion, 135 pounds for the WBO, 140-pound champion of the WBO. Now the 147-pound champion of the WBO. And I think that's all fine and dandy, but, you know, He's got guys he can fight out there and really make some some noise with. I mean, he should be really clamoring for the Earl Spence winner. I mean, Earl Spence and Danny Garcia, of course, going to hook it up now, December the fifth at uh at the out uh, Jim was it Jimmy John whoever runs the uh, the Dallas Cowboys. He's going to throw this fight outdoors or in the arena. So more power to him. They're going to have fans there. I don't know about the fans though. I'm sort of scared about the fans. Is anybody with me on that? Shoot me a text if you think I'm right or I'm wrong on that one. As far as like getting people together in crowds right now. I mean, can't we just like wait a few more months to try to wait this thing out and try to get rid of it? Anyway, the text line 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Some of the other big fights coming up, of course, in 2020 are not yet on the schedule. I'm talking about Deontay Wilder, of course, and Tyson Fury going a third time because 
Wilder wants to invoke that third fight clause. And at the end of the day, I guess he has the option to do so. But if he doesn't, if he doesn't, it would put forth the fight between Anthony Joshua, of course, and Tyson Fury. Of course, that's the fight that most people want to see as far as the UK and the world abroad. Of course, undefeated Tyson Fury now, the world linear champion. He's beaten cocaine. He's beaten depression. He's beaten suicidal tendencies, of course. And he's beaten Wilder not once, but twice. And the second time, of course, he licked him like a stamp. The first time, I thought he licked him like a stamp. With the exception of those two knockdowns in the first fight, I mean, he was owned. And then, of course, he got owned in a rematch. So with Wilder winning two rounds out of 19 rounds against Tyson Fury, why should they have a third fight unless Deontay Wilder is looking to cash out? And when I say cash out, I mean cash out. In other words, he realizes this is the end of the road for him. There's no sense of waiting around. I don't even want my step-aside money. I can get three to five million bucks to step aside. No, maybe I can get 10 or 15 to fight Tyson Fury again. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to cash out. It's time for Deontay Wilder to move on. Speaking of Wilder, of course, he has left uh, the he, he sort of like left his trainer at the curb. I'm talking about Mark Breland. He tried to blame Mark Breland for his inadequacies, and you can't really do that because of the fact that you know Deontay Wilder is not a guy you can teach. I've watched him. He runs things. In other words, although you're my trainer, but I'm doing it my way. That's the way Deontay Wilder did it. And, of course, for Deontay Wilder, it didn't work out well, not once but twice against Tyson Fury. The third time, we're talking ditto. I mean, how can you expect the third fight to be any different than the first two? You can't. You really can't. So at the end of the day, Tyson Fury still is the world linear champion. Anthony Joshua, of course, holds a few belts. He's a guy from the U.K. as well, 2012 Olympic gold medals. A guy that was really, I was, I was so high on him. I thought he really had all the skills, man, until he got beat up by Andy Louise or Auntie Louise. Of course, I'm talking about Andy Ruiz. Of course, Andy Ruiz now back in the Canelo camp. That's right, Canelo Alvarez, of course, he world 168-pound champion, the pound-for-pound king, call him what you want. He's a king of pay-per-view. Of course, signed that contract with zone for like, what, $350 million bucks, expects $35 million per fight, and now he's not going to get the $35 million because zone saying they don't have the money, they don't have the live audience, etc. Of course, they're in arbitration right now. People tell me that it all boils down to Triple G not wanting to fight Golovkin again. That's what this is all about, not wanting to fight Golovkin again. And I don't get this. I really don't. I mean, as far as Johnny Golovkin's concerned, he's coming way, 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 way down after the break. I mean, he is. He's coming way down. So as far as his skill, skill level is concerned. So right now would be a perfect time to take on Golovkin. You wipe him out, remove him from your ledger, maybe stop him in the mid to late rounds, and, and you make a statement. But he doesn't want to do that. I think they were even willing to give him the big bucks to fight Golovkin one more time. They do not want to give him $35 billion to fight Scott Cuddy. They don't want to give him $35 million to fight me. They just don't want to do that, okay? They want him to fight somebody noble. Of course, the WBC has propped up their their, their number one contender. And, you know, although uh, I'm sure that the Canelo approved that number one contender before it was even put up, he doesn't want to go there. I mean, he doesn't. If, to take that fight against a nobody would be nothing. At this point in time, if you're the pound-for-pound king, you've got to do pound-for-pound things. You just do. And right now, Canelo Alvarez not doing that, sitting on his ass. He's been off this entire year. I mean, think about this. If you're Remember Muhammad Ali was off two and a half years? Well, this is going to be equivalent to half of that almost. Canelo Alvarez being off a year because he fought last fought one last November. Okay, so... We're looking at maybe another maybe five or six months. Maybe he won't fight till the end of 2021. If he doesn't fight till the end of 2021, that's a two-year layoff. What am I trying to tell you? Stick a fork in him. He's not going to be able to make that 10-fight contract if he doesn't stay in his prime. 
I mean, because eventually he's going to get knocked off. There's no doubt about it. Boxing is for the young guys. Canelo, 32 years old, baby. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, and a thousand other internet platforms. Bottom line is, we also do our podcast on iTunes and, of course, Anchor.com, the Ring Talk live worldwide channel at Anchor.com. Coming up after the break, we'll spend some time the retired HBO godfather, the legend, the icon, Larry Merchant, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. One can have a dream, baby. Two can make a dream so real. One can talk about being in love. Two can say how it feels. Well, one can wish upon a star. Two can make a wish come true, yeah. One can stand alone in the dark, Two yeah. can make the light shine through. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy. And now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2 by 4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone-free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Nash. Look for the silver can. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. 
Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Guy Cuddy flipping off the computer in the other room. <laughs> you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Let's take it to the City of Angels, Los Angeles, and bring in, of course, the Godfather, the HBO Godfather. I'm talking about Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry, how are you this morning, sir? I'm doing good, uh, and it's a good morning. Okay. Um, I got to ask you, first of all, um, I'm going to go off subject here. But President President Bush brought a uh, President Bush, President Trump brought a bunch of black people and brown people, and I'm a black brown person. I've got 23 percent black, so um, I guess I'm black to an extent. Um, and he brought them to the White House yesterday to talk about what he's done for black people and brown people. I was appalled until I found out those people were paid to be there. Why am I not shocked? <laughs> <laughs> I was stunned. I was like, I, I wanted to well, see who these people... They, anyway, go on. Well, there was another event at the White House, which I read. Um, they paid people to show up uh, because people didn't want to show up, uh, whether it was because of Trump or because of the pandemic. <laughs> so um, there you go. That's, 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 what he, that's what he and we have been reduced to. Well, I don't want to say that everybody has a price, but you couldn't get, I mean, here's what's up. You could probably get me to go to the White House, but not in, during a pandemic situation, and I don't think I'd want to go there as a racial pawn either. Um, well, I guess some people need the, need the money just as much as some people need the show. Yeah, they're calling it Blexit. I guess evidently it's a moniker of black people leaving the Democratic Party. That's a good one. Anyway, bottom line is I thought that was pretty classic. Speaking of classic, um, how do you how do you go about how do you go about going back in public without a negative test? I mean, how do you? I mean, they keep asking when's the last time you took a negative test, and that's the question he won't answer, Godfather. And that to me is is quite perplexing. Is that perplexed you in the same manner? It perplexes me a bit, but uh, it's not out of character, whatever character he has. Um, he makes his own rules, and uh, his followers love that, and um, we shall see. Okay, now, now we are... There was, Go on. Yeah, well, there was a, 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 a Trump parade of cars coming down Santa Monica Boulevard, uh, yesterday, and uh, my feeling was it just reminded everybody they had to get out and vote. <laughs> Santa Monica. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but we've we actually have seen like little mini Trump parades in San Francisco. But here's what's up: what they do is they drive through the mission and they drive through like three or four cars with the Trump cars, and they drive through at extremely fast speed, like they're they've got a president in the car and he's going to get shot from a building or something like that. So they're carrying they're traveling through the districts at the high speed and they're yelling Trump, 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 but they're not slowing down because they think they slow down they get egged. Anyway, let's change subjects. Oh, bottom line is let's. You know, you and I have predicted things over the years, 35 years. We've predicted predicting fights. I think he even went back and forth on a couple of elections here and there. Um, I'm willing to go out on a limb. I don't think he'll be going on a limb. The odds say I'm right. But I'm, I think that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to clean, clean up here. Well, uh, as I've said before, 
and that's what my head tells me, but my gut is uh, nervous as hell. <laughs> yeah, I just don't, you know what, Godfather, is that we don't have the hate factor in this one. What I'm trying to tell you is, I mean, he tried to turn Kamala Harris, and I met Kamala Harris in 1993 when she, is, she was a San Francisco district attorney. She opposed the death penalty in a cop case, and of course, me being a former policeman, I was like blown away by it, but I went to a meeting with her, I met her. She explained the statistics to me regarding the capital capital punishment, and the death penalty, and she changed my mind. So from that day, I, I, from that day on, I looked at this woman. I said to myself, you know, she has it per se. But he called her a monster. The president called her a monster, and I don't. And a, com- and a communist. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just, it just, it's just, it's just, you know, and, and, and I don't care if the 35% of the country believes in that kind of stuff or not, but that's just, that's just wrong. I mean, she's, here's the first off, off white woman working, running on a vice presidential ticket for a major party, and she's being called a monster. And you know, the monster has racial overtones. That's what, I mean, this is what this is all about. He's calling, these are, these are not bell whistles anymore. It's like I'm yep. telling, I'm telling you out front. Yep. He's uh, he's a desperate, caged guy, and uh, all the worst keeps coming out of him. And the 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 deeper he's he's a guy who, as they say, walks around with a shovel, meaning he's digging his own grave here. You know. I'll never forget when Mark Edis, Mark Edis was his attorney, my buddy. Of course, he died in a helicopter crash that Trump was supposed to be on when they Trump, they flew from Trump Tower to Atlantic City and the, the helicopter went down. That's the reason why I've never run a helicopter since. Anyway, Mark told me, my boss is not what you think. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, he's an and I don't use that word. Yeah, okay, he's an asshole. I mean, that's what Mark Edis told me, and that was in like in 1991. Well, I met him several times, and... Uh um, you know, he 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 maneuvered among ordinary people as as though he uh, with a, with an aura of superiority, and you can't touch me, and because he's home. Um, uh, what do you call that when you're germophobic? Well, he was, and and. Um, that's who he is, and that's who our president is. I remember when, 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 when I was in Don King's office and he was coming downstairs, so he's in Don King's phone, back in the days when it was like $5 a minute to call from the, from the West Coast to the East Coast, or the East Coast to the West Coast, and he came downstairs, and Don worked him over for 139 motel room, 139 hotel room nights, and $200,000 for a Sugar Ray Robinson party, and all, and all he was coming downstairs for was for a photo op. So Don King worked him over for like you know all this kind of stuff. So there was no art of the, there was no art of the deal here. There was no negotiations per se. I just watched King run rampant over him, and now I realize why King is such his ally, such an ally is that King owned him. I mean, it wasn't there was there was never any negotiations. King went in there, and Don and Donald Trump said okay. Um. Well, that was a time when uh, you know Trump thought he was going to use King to achieve his goal of turning uh, Atlantic City into Las Vegas mm-hmm. and um, and went broke on a couple of his big hotels and dec- or declared declared bankruptcy but he was in an, another world that he didn't know and, and King was the 
sort of character who uh, didn't care about whatever status um, this guy had. And um, we've seen how that that story ended. You know, I, I've often I've said that if uh, Trump was was born uh, black and poor, he would have turned out to be king. And if King was born white and rich, he'd have turned out to be Trump. Okay. Let's talk boxing. Let's switch gears here, of course. Kell Brook, of course, the British lad, former champion, 147 pounds, 39 and 2, lost that two times, of course, by KO, both through Earl Spence and Gennady Golovkin. The Golovkin fight, um, I, I cautioned against it, and you told me when you're a professional, you gotta go where the money's at, and he went for it, and he got the big money, but he got his face broken, he got a couple facial bones broken. Now, of course, he's gonna come back and take on Terrence Crawford, the undefeated lad, 36 and 0. Crawford's 33 years old. Isn't it time for Crawford, like, to step up to the top of the mantle and make some type of real statement? I mean, it's just sort of like, sort of like a fresh. Yes. Yeah, go on. Yes, and, and yes again, uh, but I don't know who that you know is it is it Spence? That's the fight everybody wanted a little while ago. Um, but I'm I'm not sure that this, you know Spence uh, has a fight coming up and uh, Danny Garcia. Yeah, with Danny Garcia and Garcia is a pretty good opponent, and um, if he can revert to his form. Before, before the car accident he got into, um, then maybe they can make that fight. But again, it's two different promoters, and they both have their own ideas about how to make the most money. And so far, it's been to avoid each other. Uh, Al, Al Heyman pulled a smart one, I guess, and in his mind, he pulled the Gervonta Davis Day fight from the October 24th on pay-per-view when it was all by itself to October 31st where there are three other fight cards on television that day. Is, is, what is he trying? I don't get that. What, what's a marketing ploy there? You know what? It's above my pay grade. I don't know. I'm just interested in the fights, and it's unfortunate that when you got so many promoters, um, we see what happens when they get a, a fighter who is a a star, and it becomes their their star, and they have to follow it and make the most money with it. Um, back in the day, you know, a loss didn't mean that much, but now promoters, you know, feel that uh, they've got to have a, a a winning fighter who never loses. Except we lose. Good point. And Crawford, you know, I mean, Crawford has practically become irrelevant in terms of uh, popularity. There's just never been able to move him in, to to get him as a as a fan favorite. I, as a, I've got to see this guy fight. Good point. And he's got some talent. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, though, boxing looks like it's going in a positive direction. At least next week's fight's going to be good. Of course, we'll talk about Teofimo Lopez undefeated and once beaten Vasilo Manchenko. Godfather, this is this is worth waiting for. Well, it, it is in a way, but I'm a little suspicious of why they would put in a kid 
with just 15 professional fights against Lomachenko. Now, if you lose to Lomachenko, it's not necessarily a terrible thing on your record. But, you know, I'm just wondering how, how a guy with 15 fights is going to be able to deal with Lomachenko. He, he, not only is he going to deal with them, the fight's going to be competitive. Okay. I'm just wondering. I, 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 I have no clue. He's a, I think he's a special, I think they're both special talents. I think we get a, we get an opportunity to watch two special guys. Unfortunately, um, they've got to meet. I mean, there's got to be something at 135, of course. Now, okay. And, and if, you know, and my, you know, my feeling again in, in looking at through his historical perspective, um, maybe we've got another Puerto Rican, uh, star. Uh, we've had Puerto Rican stars over the last, 30, 40 years, uh, and maybe this is the next one. Okay. Ryan Garcia, of course, is going to fight Luke Campbell. That's going to be a pretty good fight. So 135 pounds is happening, Godfather, and the only one I'm not hearing a whole lot about is Derek Haney, except the last time I saw he was given a belt. Um, Ryan Garcia gave him the Internet Championship. That's the last time I heard of, of Derek Haney. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like I like Ryan Garcia a lot. Good, talented guy. Got the got the girls behind him. And of course, he can draw two million people. As far as the Instagram fans are concerned, Godfather, I thank you for your time. You have a good weekend. Say hello to God, Mama. Give her give me a give her a kiss for me. I'm having problems this morning with my addiction, Godfather. Can you tell? No. <laughs> You're being too kind. I love you. We'll talk soon. You got it. The great Larry Merchant, folks, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. What did you do? Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Jeff Camilleri on lead guitar for the Tower of Power circa 1993. Jeff's still rocking and rolling. Jefferson Starship, man, Jeff's been around. I miss him. Haven't seen him in a year. You know, I miss all my performing buddies. I mean, really do, because they would come through town, you know, like once or twice a year through San Francisco, right? You know, the big bands, right? And they're not, so it's sort of weird. And I'll tell you, one guy who's a, a lead singer for a major band, he said he was going crazy at home, so he went to work for Amazon. He's running, jumping off an Amazon truck, and people are noticing him. Hey, aren't you so-and-so? And he's going, yeah, but you know, I mean, that's what you got to do when you got to do, right? You got to support the family, got to take care of business. But yeah, major rock stars working for Amazon and things like that, just getting it done. I think it's sort of cool in this pandemic situation, the fact that, you know, we can't perform like performers can't perform like they want to as far as live venues are concerned. Of course, boxing matches are going to go back to live venues, but musical concerts, you just don't see that. I'm not seeing that yet. I mean, people wanting to pack 2,000 people into a boxing arena in different countries. And of course, December 5th, Jerry Jones is going to do it at the Texas Stadium down there for the Danny Garcia Earl Spence fight at 147 pounds. So I wish him the very best of luck on that. But I just don't know if it, if, if gathering together is worth the risk. I mean, because, you know, if you get sick, you get sick and that's it. You scar your, scar your lungs up or if something happens to you or, or maybe you get lucky and you get some super drug, and, you know, it's a one in a million drug and you're, and you're cured. That's not going to happen to you. If it happened to somebody else, and I sort of doubt it did, it's not going to happen to you. So what I'm trying to tell you is keep your hands up, keep your chin down, and keep your mask on. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. 35, make that 36. No, no, 37 plus years now. I'm knocking out all bums. Hour number two still to come. You can be listening to the show live, of course, on Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 211 or iHeartRadio or SportsByline.com. Of course, each and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Saturday show, 11 a.m. Pacific Time as well. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide comes after the news. Hour number two will focus on a little boxing and some MMA, MMA as I bring in Zach Attack Young. So stay tuned for hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide coming up on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio. I love you so, so happy, heart. And it ain't easy to walk 
USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. Negotiations will continue this week for another coronavirus stimulus package. Failing to reach a deal could drive thousands of small businesses into bankruptcy, according to the president and CEO of the Minneapolis Fed. Neil Kashkari told CBS's Face the Nation that the economy's recovery could slow to a grind without some help from Congress. We're going to continue to see a grinding, very slow recovery with thousands of small businesses around the country going bankrupt. That's why it's so vital that our elected leaders come together to take more action. You know, the job market today, 11 million Americans are still out of work relative to the job market in February. That is as bad as the worst job market during the Great Recession and the Great Financial Crisis. And so a lot of people are suffering. A lot of small businesses are suffering. The administration delivered a $1.8 trillion proposal to House Democrats on Friday, but that proposal has received pushback from several Republican senators, believing the plan is too expensive. This is USA Radio News. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt, this is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian health care sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 27 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Four in five Americans are concerned misinformation on social media could sway the outcome of the U.S. presidential election. USA Radio Network's Val Dior has more. A new survey conducted by Gallup for the Knight Foundation found 81% of U.S. adults polled said they're concerned to some degree about misinformation on social media swaying the White House race. Nearly half of all respondents, 48%, said they're very concerned about misinformation tilting the race, while one-third, 33%, said they're somewhat concerned. Both Democrats and Republicans were surveyed. For USA Radio News, I'm Val Dior. Supreme Court nominee Judge Amy Coney Barrett will emphasize it's her belief the court shouldn't be creating policy when her confirmation hearings begin tomorrow. In the text of her opening statement released Sunday, Barrett will also talk about her mentor, Justice Antonin Scalia, and how he shaped her views on the law. Barrett will make her opening statement tomorrow morning in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee. This is USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. Protests in Wisconsin continue after prosecutors announced earlier this week that charges wouldn't be brought against a police officer in the death of a black teen. USA Radio Network's Tim Berg has more. Protesters in Wisconsin facing tear gas and pepper balls Saturday night as the unrest continues following the death of a black teenager. The protests ignited earlier this week after prosecutors announced Wauwatosa police officer Joseph Mensah wouldn't face charges for shooting and killing Alvin Cole, 
outside a mall in Milwaukee on February 2nd. Officer Mensah, who was also black, used deadly force after he was shot at by Cole, who had a stolen gun. This Wisconsin man confronted protesters who were trespassing on his property. He explains why. I think it was just, uh, as I've had time to reflect, uh, just uh, the culmination of everything 2020, so that the protests and the mandates and lockdowns and riots. That audio, courtesy of Fox News. And former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie says he's beaten COVID and he's on the mend. USA Radio Network's Val Dior has the story. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie has been released from a New Jersey hospital after testing positive for COVID last week. Christie was admitted to the hospital last week, just hours after releasing the news of his diagnosis. The once Republican presidential candidate, who is 58 years old, is overweight and has asthma, putting him at a more serious risk than those without contributing factors who end up infected with the virus. For USA Radio News, I'm Dan Naraki. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live worldwide your inside look into combat sports yeah and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history let's get him let's get him hard pedro fernandez better grab me quick before my knees give way Thomas Caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitative and never duplicated, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the longest running fight show in history. 37 plus years now, I'm knocking out all bumps. Sit tight with me for an hour, and I think you'll figure out why. Open phone lines all around the planet. If you feel so, you want to be in, uh, be part of the show, you can. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The more popular way to get in contact with us during our live show is the studio text line. That number is one 415-275-1613. Once again, the studio text line here for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1415-275-1613. Some results over the weekend of boxing, the Canuck. I'm talking about David Lemieux, now 44 and 4, the former IBF middleweight champion, 160 pound champion, scored a fifth round KO over a guy by the name of Francis Natu, came in at 17 and 3, left it at 17 and 4. Obviously, they brought this guy in because he couldn't punch his way out of a paper bag. I'm talking about four knockouts and 23 fights. It's come up 21 fights. Bottom line is he couldn't punch. They knew it. 
perfect guy for the aggressive Lemieux. Of course, he pressed the action. The time was 158 of the fifth round. Now, undefeated NBA NABF heavyweight champion. I'm talking about Arzalek Magadamoth. 11-0, 11 whackouts, needed 27 seconds to knock out a guy by the name of Dillian Carmen came in at 14 and 5. Unsurprisingly left at 14 and 6, but he had 13 KO so he could punch. A battle of punches, but this guy like flopped quick. 27 seconds. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. We're talking MMA unboxing for the next hour live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tie rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Freeall. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil. Freeall spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone-free. Professionals have trusted Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Freeall today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Nash. Look for the silver can. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Now, more of Ring Talk. 
with Pedro Fernandez. Hello, Kill! Puff Daddy. Doing his thing, of course, with Sting. The notorious B.I.G. Who killed him? People say Puff Daddy. <laughs> Weird, huh? You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside. Look at the world of boxing and MMA. Speaking of MMA, of course, they're rocking and rolling. The UFC's going in Dubai. They've got their little fight out and thing over there, and I think it's sort of cool. And bottom line is, I'm still against the fact that they don't pay their fighters anything, but they have to report the results. Last night, Corey Sandhagen, pretty good-looking fighter, only beaten twice, and I think in 15 fights, took out Marlon Moraes and took him out with a spinning back kick. In other words, like you're looking at the guy, and then boom, you spin around, you kick him with a, a spinning... Your kick is spinning from behind. I kid you not. It was like big corkscrew spin... Kicked him in the head, boom, knocked him out, and one jumped on him. It was all over. Bottom line is the time was one minute and three seconds around number two. Now, Corey's not a big name in the world of MMA, but he might be. Congratulations, Corey. We spoke to you earlier in the week, and you were talking about arousal continuum, and something we were talking about in commentary was your flow state. How long do you think it took before you got yourself into that flow state, which delivered what we all saw before us? I've been here all week, man. I was I was locked in all week. Uh, it's it, there's a lot of distractions. The island is fun. The hotel was awesome, but I was locked in all week. I know I had a job here to do tonight, um, or I guess this morning. But uh, it was it was all business when I was here. You know, Marais is a very serious competitor. I wasn't taking him lightly. I've always seen him as one of the best guys in the UFC, not even just in in, in the division. So I was locked in all week, man. What was the point of difference? I mean, in the fight, it really looked like your movement was playing a, a big key in the finish. But talk to me about that. Um. He was swinging big. Uh, my, my eye vision is a little bit blurry. He, like, hit one of my eyes a little bit wonky, I think. Uh, but uh, he was swinging big, but I, I was seeing everything, and that's when I knew I had it, you know. Uh, I, I could just see everything. I was locked in, you know, like, um, I was locked in. Could you think of a time when you felt like that in the octagon before? Uh, almost every time that I win. <laughs> yeah, is that right? <laughs> almost every time so that I win. Very different to your last fight, though, where you just didn't yeah. quite feel yourself. Um... No, because I'll give Aljamain all, all the credit in the world. Uh, I, I felt like myself, but I didn't feel like the, the self that should have gone out and, and competed that night. So um, I made sure to, to work on that throughout this training camp. I made sure that I was locked in all week so that fight night it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a challenge to snap into that, that gear. And I snapped into the gear, you know, and that's what I can do. Is everything that you do, Corey, reactive, or do you guys set out a pretty decent strategic plan that you try and follow? I'm pretty free. You know, I'm pretty free. I didn't know how Marais was going to come out in this one. I didn't know. Uh, everyone talks about his gas tank. Um, that was definitely one thing where I was like, he's either going to come out hard or he's going to come out light. Um, he came out light. Uh, and uh, But other than that, man, I try to be as free as can be, you know, fighting without fighting. That, that's what I shoot for. And reiterate to us the, the call-outs of what you were saying when Dan asked you the question about who's next. You know, what's the thinking behind how everyone stacks up behind Piotr Yan? Cody's hurt, and he's fighting at 25. Um, TJ was a champ for a really long time. He's considered to be one of the best uh, uh, to be in this division ever. He comes back in January. Frankie's coming off a really impressive and, like, really great five-round fight with Pedro. Those are kind of the only two guys that are ahead of me other than Sterling. Um, and, uh, and, and I think Sterling deserves a shot. And after that, I want Jan, Jan or Sterling after there. Just daydream with me for a moment. <laughs> How does a matchup with you and Jan happen? I love it. I, th I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be the t most technical and definitely one of the best fights that this sport has ever seen. 
And I guess if you get it the other way with Aljamain Sterling, yeah. you fighters, I mean, it really kind of rubs on you the wrong way, doesn't it? I want that one it. back. I want <laughs> that one happens. back. It'll, it'll, it'll happen. You know, I want that one back. Um, I learned a lot from it. So uh, I have, I, I, I'm really grateful to him and, and, and to... Uh, and to the loss, I'm grateful for, for the experience of that, uh, but I want that one back because I learned. What's the celebration look like for you? Uh, I don't know. It's, what, 8 a.m. right now? Yeah, about that. I don't know. So we got all day. <laughs> we got all day. <laughs> well, I, I think it's good that you got all day because when you're counting 50 grand, it's going to take you a yeah. long time to count that. That's you, got, a, yeah. you got yourself a performance bonus as well, sir, on top of this wonderful opportunity. So uh, I guess that's a nice capstone to what's been a, a fantastic week for you. I would say so. <laughs> you go back to back home to the dogs now. Back to the dogs. Love it. Thousand dollar bonus. You got to give me a break. Yeah, that's El Pimpo, Dana White, man. Of course, no fight of the night per se. It wasn't really a fight of the night. It wasn't much talent on the card. I mean, when probably the best name on the card was Ben Rothwell. Of course, he was a heavyweight journeyman, lost to Marcin Tabira, unanimous not across the board. But, you know, I mean, he's lost like almost 20 fights. So outside of that, no big names on the card. The USC is hurting for names. Therefore, we have to look to last week's card. Of course, I'm talking about the preacher's daughter. Yeah, rocking and rolling, baby. Coming back, showing that she's got true grit. I'm talking about Holly Holm. Not only was she beaten once, she was beaten twice. She's been beaten a few times in USC. She's been beaten severely. A couple of times, I said to myself, you know, maybe it's time for Holly just to walk away. And the fact that Holly is now 38 years old. I was doing her fights like 10 or 15 years ago in the pit in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and those casinos all around there. Of course, she was the hottest star in boxing down there. She was hot. I mean, she would, they'd announce her card. Lady Fresco would announce a card, and you'd sell 1,500, 2,000 seats in a heartbeat. So people came out to see Holly Holm. She was the real deal as a boxer, obviously, in the world of mixed martial arts. She trained to beat Ronda Rousey. And of course, when she beat Ronda Rousey down there in Australia, in the biggest upset in women's MMA history, as far as the odds makers are concerned, um, she, like, it was history. And, of course, after that, she called her own shots and went after the Misha Tate fight, her and Lenny Fresquez. Lenny came on the show and said he was going to call his own shots and not listen to Dana White. And, of course, he took the Misha Tate fight and they lost. And, of course, the the rematch with Ronda Rousey for a b- 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 billions of cars, not billions, but millions of dollars, that never took place. So Holly Holm missed out on that, maybe because of the zeal of her promoter. I'm talking about Lenny Fresquez. Just wanted to buck the trend of, of Dana White. I mean, you just don't – Dana – you just want to go against Dana's grading. You just want to go against. Oh, Dana says yes. You want to say no. It's just Dana's just one of those guys you just want to be against all the time. Anyway, Holly Holm lit up Irene Aldana for five rounds. One judge had it by six points. If you went every round in a five round fight, ten down, that's a five point margin. In other words, fifty to forty five. One judge scored it fifty to forty four. The bottom line is Holly Holm is back, and Holly Holm fan, she looked. I mean, she looked fantastic. Her boxing ability was just. Unparalleled. Ladies and gentlemen, Holly Holm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, after five rounds of action, we go to the judges' scorecards. Here are the totals. 50-44, 50-45, and 50-45. All for your winner by unanimous decision, the preacher's daughter, Holly Holm. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with your winner, Holly Holm. Holly, that was a dominant performance, but you had to work hard to stay away from her. What was the game plan coming in? you know she's a mover just like me so I just had to think about what I got to do to block if I was fighting myself a little bit you know um and really I have nothing to do with this my coach is <laughs> telling me what to do uh it all comes down I, I've said every fight if I've ever lost it's not because of the coaching it's because of my performance so 
uh, tonight we just kind of put the game plan together and was able to be victorious. And that was the game plan. Were there any variables, anything that surprised you about it? Well, we have a game plan for if it's here, do this. If it's here, do that. If it's here, do this. So there's some things that I need to work on, obviously. But I always say I like to learn from my wins and not from my losses because I learn each time. So. so the goal is obviously to get back to the belt. You want that gold around your waist. What do you need to do to get there? Just keep working hard like I am. You know, when I first came into MMA, it was kind of like, you know, watch out for her boxing. And then... When I started throwing the kicks in their faces, they're like, watch out for her kicks. And then I start, you know, watch out for her clinch or, you know, my wrestling or, so when I came over to MMA, I didn't come to be a boxer in an MMA cage, you know, in an octagon. I came to be a mixed martial artist and it's taken time. I didn't start any grappling until like four weeks before my first fight in MMA. So I'm still very uh, green. I'm learning. So I just want to put it all together. And have you got anybody in mind? Is there one person that you think could get you a title shot or is it straight to the belt for you? I like to just let uh, the future fold out, you know. I have a great team around me that worries about that, and I just train. Congratulations on an excellent win. Thank you. I just want to say thank you to everyone at home. I know everybody always says that, but we couldn't be here without all your love and support. Love you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, the preacher's daughter, Holly Holm. True to her image, folks. Just like Andre Ward is true to the image, the son of God thing. Both those people are true to the image. I mean, they are. There's so many people that come out with these different nicknames and like, I'm God this and I'm God that. And they're doing cocaine at night and banging hookers and all that kind of good stuff. But the bottom line is those two people, I mean, Holly Holm and Andre Ward are really true to their their monikers, per se, the son of God and the preacher's daughter, the preacher's daughter, no doubt about that. Speaking of the preacher's daughter, she's ranked number two at 135 pounds, of course, in the USC. The number one contender is Jermaine Durand. Of course, she was a young lady that decided she was going to fight Chris Cyborg Santos, and she moved away from 145 pounds. She said, no, nah, I, I don't even want to take that fight. I'll retire. She was almost ready to retire, of course. Chris Cyborg Santos ended up losing to Amanda Nunes in a quick one-round knockout. I thought that was a bit of a burn because of the fact that, you know, I mean, they made that girl transfer. She she was losing weight. She comes down from 185 pounds. We're talking about Chris Cyborg Santos. Say she comes down from 180. Okay, so she's losing weight, and she's losing weight out of both ends of your body. That's the way you lose weight when you're cutting weight. You lose weight on both ends of your body. In other words, you sort of puke up a little bit, and you sort of like lose a lot through the rear end, okay? And, and liquids as well. Liquids weigh six pounds to the gallon. So you're losing this weight. She's dropping this weight, and then they tell her like six days before the fight, we're changing locations. We're going from Las Vegas to Los Angeles because the athletic commission here won't won't sanction John Jones to fight, and he's our main event. He's our light heavyweight champion. Of course, we're talking about steroids and John Jones, Flintstone vitamins. So they move the fight. Cyborg gets lit up like a White House Christmas tree in one round, and then what does Dana White do? He convinces her to take a fight against a girl that if she was going to win, it's an easy fight. Take the fight, uh, Chris, and we'll sign a new contract. We'll sit down and negotiate a new contract. So what happens? Chris takes the fight. She knocks the girl out. And what does Dana do? He cancels any negotiations. He never wants to sign her again. That's what he says. Of course, he once called her Anderson Silva in drag. Bottom line is, she's one hell of a fighter, and I would never, ever mess with. One of the few women I would, I would mess with, Ronda Rousey, standing up. She gets you on the ground. She'll kill you. But Chris Cyborg Santos, no, no, it would be, I, I would say, no, you fight her for me. I'm not going to fight her. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking into the world of boxing and MMA. Speaking of MMA, we'll go a little bit closer on the subject in this next segment as we bring in, of course, my former broadcast partner on No Holes Bar. I'm talking about Mr. Zach Attack Young. Coming up on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, what is hip to the break?
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. One million dollars of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Was thinking about my boy Rick Stevens the other day. May he rest in peace. One of the greatest soul singers of all time, no doubt about that. Rick, when he would go out on stage, I used to introduce him to a lot of gigs. He would say to me, go out there and knock him dead, champ. Love, love Rick Stevens, miss Rick Stevens. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, you're inside looking the world of boxing, MMA. Uh, I think in our next segment, I'm thinking about it right now, probably we're going to do something with Ali and Howard Cosell. Makes, makes for some warm stuff, some warm, warm. I think we need some warm stuff in this cold world right now. Anyway, we'll go Ali and Howard Cosell in segment four of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Now, we take it to Southern California, bring in a guy that I have a tremendous amount of respect for, one of the great fathers in the world, and of course, a decent radio guy as well. I'm talking about Zach Attack Young. What's happening, Zach? 
How's it going? We could we could warm it up with some hot cakes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, warm it up with some hot cakes. Bottom line is, Khabib's going to be taking on Justin Gates pretty soon. Is there is that a is that a, a competitive match or is that a, just another Khabib blowout? You know, it's hard to bet against Khabib just because of how how great he's been. But I do think Gates is actually really good, and I think he'll give him like probably his toughest challenge so far. I think he's proven that. Like Gates has beaten a lot of good fighters. Of course, he beat Ferguson, who Khabib e. was supposed to fight like four times, and they kept falling through for whatever reason. So, uh, I think it's the he's a live underdog. Was it Tony Ferguson? Of course, the guy that 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 threw holy. You know, he threw holy water on his wife, right? I heard about that. Yeah, we'll we'll, 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 we'll we'll get that clip before we go to the break. But yeah, he poured holy water on his wife. His wife had to call nine one one, and she and the, and the cops go to her. Hey, is he violent? What's he doing to you right now? She goes, Well, he's not really violent, but like he he stands over me in bed and pours holy water on me. That's pretty <laughs> freaky. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't want to judge if if that's one of his kinks or something. I don't want to judge too much, but yeah, that's a little odd. <laughs> No doubt about that. So Khabib's never lost a round. I mean, as far as the American Kickboxing Academy is concerned down here in Silicon Valley where he trains, his training partners have told me he has never lost a round. I mean, he just, he refuses to lose a round whether in sparring. And I think once in a while, I've, you know, I've lost some rounds of sparring. Everybody loses rounds of sparring. That's part of the learning process. Do you think, he, is there something wrong in that? Him not losing a round, in other words, psychologically, will he get broken down if he loses a round in, in an MMA match because of the fact he's never lost a round in his life? That's a good point. I mean, we saw that kind of happen with Ronda Rousey, right? Once she lost, you know, she was kind of almost done with the sport. So, And Khabib already kind of has a foot out the door. So, uh, I mean, I know he, he he's planning on he's going to fight Gates, and then he wants to fight George St. Pierre. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if he were to lose this Gates fight, you, you might be onto something with that. If, okay. Like, he may not be want to come back after taking a loss. Okay. Speaking of taking a loss, I was pretty happy about this. I'm talking about Paula Costa, of course, the kid from Brazil, guy that starts camp at 255 pounds, makes his way down to 185. Israel Desana beat him like he owned him. Oh, yeah. How about Israel Adesanya? Speaking of, I mean, we talked about the greatness of Khabib. Israel Adesanya, that is, that's a real special fighter. What are your thoughts on, like, how he performs? 20 and 0. I mean, he's got that kickboxing pedigree. I think he's been knocked out in one professional boxing match or something like that. And that's what his detractors seem to be pointing at. But the bottom line is, man, I think the, the fact that he, he, he's, he's the perfect dirty boxer. He kicks and he, you know, he kicks you at a distance and sets you up and he beats you up with either hand. And it's just, it, it's ugly boxing, but he's doing a good job of it. And I think the, obviously 20 and 0 now never lost a fight. And, uh, you know, John Jones wants to fight him now. And this just shows you what John Jones is. Of course, the former 205 pound champion wants to fight a guy that fights at 185 instead of, of course, stepping up to the heavyweight division, which he's talked about for so long. But now he wants to fight Israel. Why? Easy fight? I don't think, you know, at this stage, I really don't think that would be an easy fight for him. Like, John Jones hasn't had a, a, a really impressive performance in a while. He's been taking people to decision, and, and Israel, I mean, is riding like a really big wave right now, and he seems to be getting better fight to fight, and his striking level is uh, as high as anyone's I think we've seen in MMA. So the style bender, I think that would be a tough fight for John Jones. I do think he is. Go, he vacated his title. I think he is going to go up to heavyweight. 
and most likely down the line I could see the two of them meeting at 205. Okay, but, you know, John Jones didn't want to fight Dominic Reyes in a rematch, so he gave up the title at 205 pounds, and then Dominic Reyes gets lit up like the White House Christmas tree. So, you know, John Jones, the cocaine, the time off, the steroids, all this stuff, it's got to be, it's got to take some type of toll. Yeah, I think he isn't taking the sport as seriously as he should, you know, and and he's been given a lot of chances and and over time, I think it's it's worn on a lot of people because this is a guy that, as it stands, a lot of people would consider maybe the greatest of all time. That's not a controversial statement. So for the greatest of all time to be representing your sport in this way, and I know we're not supposed to care about what fighters do outside of the cage, but, I mean, John Jones has just been really egregious with the stuff he's done outside of the cage to the point where it's hard not to consider that. Good point. Switching gears. Um... How come, and I used to have a talent, when I worked when I worked the corner for different Golden Glove fights and amateur fights, and especially when I had kids involved, um, I always held a towel in my hand. And the reason why I had a towel in my hand is I could throw the towel in the ring if I saw something the referee didn't. And these referees back in my time weren't the, weren't the, uh, weren't the sharpest guys in the world. You know what I'm saying? So you had, to keep, you had to keep your eye on the referee and what was going on in the fight. Um, cause the referee would let your guy get hurt. He let him get him hit a couple times. You don't want him to get hit. So I would have the towel on my hand. In the world of mixed martial arts and, and the cage fighting, you have guys getting the snot kicked out of them. And I'm using a nice word and, for snot instead of something else. And nobody throws in the towel. I mean, what's up with that? Once a guy's beaten, he's beaten. I, that is, I agree with you. There's no need to take that type of punishment. It, it makes somebody's career shorter, you know? It, it doesn't extend careers when people are taking the, those type of concussive blows. And I, honestly, I don't know why they don't throw the towel in more MMA fights. I think it may be just like a different cultural thing, you know? Yeah. It's also probably physically harder to get the. <laughs> no, it's, over Dan, the stage. It, it's, Dan, it's Dana. It's Dana White, Zach. And the reason why I bring this up is that once beaten Brian Ortega is going to be taking on the Korean Zombie next week in Dubai. And Brian Ortega, I don't want to say, I know this sounds really terrible, but after that, when, when they let him take the extra two round beating against, uh, uh, against Max Holloway when the fight was finished in the second round, they let him get beat off for another two rounds, unbelievably beating. Um, he, he almost looked like he had Down syndrome afterwards. I mean, that's how bad that beating was. And I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm, that's just, I mean, so I think that's, irre, it's, irre, it's damage. It'll never, ever, you know, I mean, guys take damage, guys get hit, man. It ain't the same. You know, the residual effects. Yeah. No, no doubt. I mean, and there's no need for anyone to take that kind of damage, especially a young fighter that has a lot of time in the game left ahead of them. So I, I, we've talked about this several times. I think we're on the same page with that. Like they need, you got to put the fighters' safety first. So I'm glad that you have the towel ready, Pedro. <laughs> no man, yeah, you know why? I see. I, listen. I, I've seen referees, uh, it looks like they're reading the newspaper. I remember I had to run up on the ring with the, uh, when Tony Perez was a referee for Tommy Morrison and Ray Mercer. Ray Mercer was hitting Tommy Morrison. He must have hit him about 25 times and it was like 1989 or 1990 and I just watched Rico Velasquez die in a ring like four or five months earlier. So you see me run up to the ring and, and I'm screaming, running, screaming at Larry Hazard across the ring, waving my arms. Larry, stop the fight! Stop the fight! And Larry Hazard jumped up on the ring and stopped the fight. But you know, there's no guys don't need to die for combat sports, man. Yeah, that that one that you're referencing, that was 
that was like probably one of the worst cases I've seen of stopping a fight late. Anyway. Morrison took like so many unanswered punches in that exchange. So no, no, I guess it's good you were there. Yeah, no, no <laughs> doubt about this. Zach and Dak, how's your daughter? Oh, she's doing great. You know, all this virtual learning is is tough, but she's she's adapting. She's like her dad. She she figures out a way to adapt. <laughs> Wrapping it up with Zach Young on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Did he hurt you or your children? No, no. He no, you're just okay. doing really just random stuff, you know, like he puts holy water on me. I don't know what's going on with him. Are you um, going to stop somewhere and meet with the police so they can talk to you? Should I go to the police station? Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-200-5818. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible. Without debt consolidation or bankruptcy, we depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-200-5818. That's 1-800-200-5818. 1-800-200-5818. Being in debt to the IRS is scary. The heart-stopping collection letters and living in fear that any day the IRS could garnish your paychecks, seize your bank accounts, or even threaten your home or business. If you owe the IRS, you need to call the team at Optima Tax Relief. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, a special IRS program that could save you thousands if you qualify. And nobody knows this program better than Optima, America's most trusted tax resolution firm. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible so you pay only the minimum to the IRS, not a penny more. Call now before the IRS comes after everything you've worked so hard for. Get protected. Call Optima. Get relief. Call 800-453-4977. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Why get up? Why get up? 
I thought about that a couple times because it was my pride. I had to get up. You have to. Bottom line is those guys that stay in the deck like Buster Douglas, you got to live with that for the rest of your life, man. Buster, when you covered your eyes like that, I was sitting there ringside saying to myself, you dog. I could hear him barking from the ring. That's why Buster, the former world heavyweight champion, Douglas Meltdown, of course, against Evander Holyfield, man. Beating Mike Tyson like he did and coming off the Tyson win. I mean, you figured he was ready for bigger and better things. Yeah, he was as far as eating was concerned. I told you we went back to his training camp or or went to Columbus, Ohio. I thought we were going to train together. I brought him all my running stuff and this and that. And we our day of food would start off with breakfast about 8 o'clock. And then we'd have ribs at about 10 o'clock. Somebody would bring in a rack of ribs at 10 o'clock for a snack. Then we'd go to lunch at 1. Then we'd go to dinner at 5. Then we'd eat again at 8 o'clock. And then we'd get in a limo and go home. I kid you not. He'd eat four or five days, four or five times a day. That's how he ballooned up to 300 pounds. Switching subjects. I told you we talk about Muhammad Ali in this segment, of course, with Howard Cosell. Now, he and Howard. Let me tell you about Howard. Howard was born Howard William Cohen in March 25th, 1918. Of course, he died April 23rd, 1995. He was with ABC from 1950 through ABC Wild of Sports until 1985. Of course, he was he got fired for saying that Mercury Morris, I think, was running like a little monkey on the field, and this and that. And of course, that had racial overtones. They said, Howard, you got to go. It was just timing. They just wanted to get rid of Howard. Anyway, the bottom line is, Howard Cosell and Muhammad Ali are together in January of 1992, filming this special for Muhammad Ali's 50th birthday party. Muhammad, was he doing anything differently up to the time you hit him from the first fight? Well, Howard Cosell, he, what he was doing was, uh, this fella making all this noise is Howard Cosell. What, what he was doing, Howard. Good luck. I hope it's not an act. I hope you mean it. If it's an act, just look at my record and see if there have the other fights been acts. Have they been acts? Not so far. Well, what makes you think I'm acting? <laughs> <laughs> And with that final stage of the act... This is unexpected. I didn't know you would invite me to do this. Oh, hold it. You must be on boxing position and just have a little dance like we're boxing. And, and just for one second, I have to time it. And for one second. <laughs> like that, see? Whom would you like to fight and where and when? I'd like to fight whoever you think's the best, the number one man. I'd say he's Zoe Foley. I'm not sure that there's anybody left, really for you to fight you that may come about someday thank you for coming so stay in shape are you taking zara foley too lightly why would you say that because every indication has been that you're confident that you can beat zara I'm confident i can whoop all of you this ain't nothing new my image is being confident which is trying to make it look like something new for i'm always confident i whoop all of them you're being extremely truculent whatever truculent mean if that's good i'm that Tell you, Cosell, I've been taking oxygen because I needed the oxygen. What you will see is I won't need the oxygen tonight. I'm ready. I want you so bad, I just get tired. I, I done made you great in this country and you're still popping off. I want you bad. Wait, let's get the facts straight. I made you. You made me. Nobody knew you. You made me. I took a poor little kid from Lowerville and, and made, made me. Let's put Ain't it nobody on the thing. About anybody who didn't watch football didn't know you. <laughs> Come on, it gets back with the interview now. Number two. The body is now aging. You ready? A shell of what it used to be. What am I going to do? The man's beset by fear. What are you going to do to George Foreman? <laughs> he just said the man's body is not what it used to be. The man is beset by fear. Talking about me. Are you crazy? 
If I had a lower IQ, I could enjoy your interview. But as you said, it was extraordinary. It was still a good fight. Yeah, it was a good fight. But the fight. soccer fight, how would I dance 12 rounds three years later? I got the films, if you don't believe it. I saw it. I called it. Well, you right. thought that fight was no contest. You're not as dumb as you look. Neither are you. And that's saying a lot coming from me. What you call Let's it? tell it like it is. Right from the beginning. I have made you famous enough. Everywhere I go, you follow me to get your name in the papers and on television. I'd You'd still you. be stealing bikes in Louisville if Don't it not Don't tell people I stole bikes. Everybody's talking about Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier. This chumps out there think Joe Frazier can beat me. I'm Muhammad Ali. I am the greatest. I brought to boxing the anchor punch, the ghetto walker, the bull no punch, the Malaysian wall, the double shuffle, the Russian bank, the rope the dope, the You realize we are opening up the sack. This is live. Split screen. I talk to you. I talk to Frazier. These people will then have a chance to evaluate your courage or lack thereof. You understand? I mean, speaking simple English, I didn't go to school. I don't understand all these big words. You're always coming up with a lot of big words. You know what I'll do? I'll, go I'll promise you this, and I promise the world. People want to see me slap you. They want to see me do something to you, and I, that's against the law. But I'll tell you what, one of these days, I promise you, the next time you get in the ring agitating with me, I hope you're there on my last fight. I swear I'm going to pull it off. Howard Cosell, show the people that you're not the man you was a few years ago. Muhammad, you're not the man you were 10 years ago, right? Right. Well, I'm going to ask your wife, are you the man you was last year? You'll get a quick answer to that. All of the years, all of the times together, I've enjoyed them. You're a very special man with a very special meaning. Thank to all of the American people. Thank you. I congratulate you. It's my honor. Your name is Muhammad Ali. All the years, everything that's passed between us, it's so hard to believe and so memorable. And now, it's time to say to you, Muhammad, God bless you, and happy birthday to you. You're 50 years old. I never thought that could happen. Not to you. But it has. And you know something? You are exactly who you said you are. You never wave it. You are free to be who you want to be. I love you.
You know, I get emotional hearing that because I'm thinking about Ali because uh, this was done in 92, of course, and then he and I got together in 93 and 94 exclusively, of course, went to China, not once, but twice. And um, it was about that same time, as I said, you know, and Ali was not the sharpest guy in the world as far as his articulation was concerned. I mean, he couldn't run it off. He could talk. We could have conversations, this and that. But he wasn't running off poetry like he was when he was in the 20s and 30s, of course. And you can listen to that, to that piece there when he and Howard went through history together, of course, from 1962 or 1963 or whenever they got together for the first time until the end. Um, you could just, you could just hear the different, different tones, the different speed, the different ages and that, but they truly loved each other and they were the best one-two team on television. Absolutely no doubt about, I mean, absolutely no doubt about it. They were the best one-two team on television. And I miss that. I do. I miss some, you know, I miss Ali. And I was thinking the other day, you know, with the racial division that we've got going on in this country, I mean, Guys like Michael Jordan, because he's selling tennis shoes, he's sort of like don't want to don't want to do anything like that. But I think Muhammad Ali, if he was you know alive and and well, I think he would be at the forefront of this and trying to bring us together as people in this country because there's so much division. I mean, what happened to America? Land of the blue. I mean, people are shooting each other because they you know they wear different hats and different colors and this and that. And I'm not talking about street gangs. I'm not talking about the Bloods and the Crips. I'm talking about Democrats and Republicans. People shooting each other in the street over political feelings. I just It's just absolutely unbelievable. This is what we live in 2020, and I hope to God that things change soon. But I think that, you know, when Louisville, Kentucky lit up a few weeks ago as far as the, the racial tensions were concerned, if Ali was around, he could have took care of that. I mean, he was the rolling ambassador in his time and his prime. I remember one time... He talked, um, a guy was going to commit suicide, and Ali found out about it, and Ali went, up, Ali went up there and talked him off the ledge. He talked him off the ledge. I mean, this is what a fine human being was. I tried to tell you, anywhere we went in the world, obviously, he was the most recognized human being ever. Okay, he was. And going places with him was just incredibly special. Okay, but that one time when we stopped that train in the middle of in the middle of China, I got the Chinese driver. Get this: the guy was the guy wasn't too cooperative. He didn't speak much English, but he spoke enough. I think he was one of those government officials that they stuck with us. In other words, they stuck a whole lot of uh, Chinese police with us to watch us. Okay, when we were over there in both in '93 and '94. So in '94, we're on a train. We're going from Guangzhou to Shanghai, I believe. And Ali wanted to stop the train. And I said, let's, let's see, what do you want to stop the train for? Goes, let's stop at a village. You know, you think, let's stop at a village and see some people. Let's see something different. Let's make it a tourist, like a little tour thing. So anyway, so I tell the driver, we want to stop at a village. So the driver ain't going for it. He ain't going for it at all. So I got to lean on him. I mean, lean on him to the point where I put my hand on his shoulder. I said, you will stop the train at the next little village we come to. And then we'll put it to him like that, okay? So anyway, he stopped the train. So... Get off today. They do, do, do. They hit the whistle on the train, you know, and they ring a bell a couple times. And all of a sudden, people come, start coming. And then before you know it, the whole village is there. And I'm talking about a place that they go still go to the bathroom with little outhouses. And there's no television wires. There's no telephone wires. No electricity going to this village. It's as primitive as you can get in 2000, in, in the 20th century. Okay. But yet what blew me away about all that was these people walking up that were toothless. They had no teeth. They hadn't had teeth in years. I mean, a dentist, they didn't know what a dentist was. These were village people. Okay. People in, in, in rural China. Okay. But they knew who he was. They knew who he was. And one lady came up and she looked at him and she looked real close at him and she fainted. And she just, I mean, I, I couldn't believe the shock of these people, of course, coming in contact with the greatest Muhammad Ali. I never fainted around him, but I wanted to a lot because he did some, he did some godly things. I told you the, the, 
the orphanage over there in Macau where he gets everybody to kick in some money and then he ends up paying it himself. But gets up 1200 bucks and gives it to the nun for these deformed kids as far as their food's concerned. And, and then the nun tells us the kids can eat like kings and queens for a year on 1200 bucks. So, you know, they were eating crackers and that kind of thing. They weren't eating really that good. They were part of a Catholic monastery over there. And um, I got to give it to the Catholic Church as far as that can, that incident was concerned because those nuns took care of those deformed kids. And I had a baby at the time who was three or four years old. And, like, it just drove me to tears in the van leaving. I remember driving up the uh, – driving up a – towards the hotel I was you know losing it not losing it but you know there were tears rolling down my my cheek and then of course Muhammad Ali comes as he does as he only he could as only he could folks I'm in tears in the back of this van because I'm thinking about my kid I'm thinking of my kid back in back in back in San Francisco and how she's healthy and how these kids the one kid doesn't have an arm the other kid only has one eye and, and you know I mean just incredibly deformed anyway he comes back to me sits down next to me and he says why are you crying so oh, man, those kids, man, couldn't handle them kids, man, couldn't handle them kids. He goes, man, you got to realize we saved those kids' lives. We made things good for them for a year. He goes, you got to look at the positive things. He goes, son, listen to me. Puts his hand on my shoulder and says, you cannot save every puppy in the pound. The words of Muhammad Ali. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. We're living in a desperately difficult time. In addition to all of us being vulnerable to a little tiny virus, we're suffering from fear, hateful rhetoric, chaos, and uncertainty about food, school, where we're going to live, and how we're going to live. What keeps me from falling into depression is comparing this time in history to a fire or a hurricane Something big that we can't control. We know what people do after a tornado. Survivors crawl out of the wreckage, look around, pick up the equivalent of a shovel, and work together to clear away the debris. After all this, we're not just going to build back. We are going to get through this time of crisis together and be motivated to build a new physical and societal infrastructure together. We're not going to ask who's like-minded, who's what color or where they came from, or where they identify on the gender spectrum. We're going to see the heart and the humanity of the person carrying the other end of something too heavy for us to lift alone. And we're going to be that person for others. Now, I'm an elder, so I'm not going to be doing a lot of physical lifting. But I'm trying to do some lifting today. Please don't give up. It will get better. It will get better. The young lady born, Carol Klein, a.k.a. Carol King. Telling it like it is there as far as the world's concerned, 2020. You are to the Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, boxing next week, the fight of the year. Everybody talks about it. I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez, 15-0, 12 knockouts. Of course, he won the IBF, I think the IBF 135-pound title holder. Of course, he's going to take on the guy that's got all the other belts at 135 in the Lomachenko. 14-1, of course, that one loss to Orlando Salida, who would avenge it a thousand times if they ever fought again. But the bottom line is, this looks like the Ali Frazier of 2020. And why do I say that because there's spark there's dynamic here the underdog has a real live shot i mean this is a fight that everybody should be looking at what am i trying to tell you espn next week don't miss it tiafimo lopez is gonna upset vasil lomachenko i'm crossing my fingers but that's the way i'm thinking go 
hey, what did I say? You go out on the board. You gotta lick your guy. Anyway, at the end of the day, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Bit of a tough show this two hours, but we got through it. I thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, you can be doing a million things right now, but the fact that you listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, well, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The executive producer, the one, the only, Scott Cuddy, who's training for Earl Spence. At the end of the day, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Ring Talk. Ring Talk.